What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Man, 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 I got a special guest in the building. You know, you know what I'm saying? That has blessed us with his presence all the way from the boot. Mr. Forever Hood. Yeah, man, appreciate y'all having me, man. Yes, we we tapped in. We all the way tapped in right That's now. That's right, man. What's going on, man? Man, I'm just happy to be here right now. I'm happy to be here doing my thing, man. Um, getting the opportunity to bless the world with this music. I'm yeah. just happy, man. Yeah, Mr. Make It Happen. You know what I'm saying? No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. We really making it happen right That's now. That's right, man. Man, you've been all over, man. Like... I've been. I was watching some uh, videos. You didn't touch a little bit every every state, damn near in, in the in the United States, man. Yeah, and and um, I like to pride myself on saying I'm the only rapper that's been through the whole region, my my region specifically. Mm. But I've been around the world. But the southern region, I've been to every state, damn near every city, trying to tell you folks, look, I got something to say. You better listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. You better listen. Yeah. yeah. So let's start from with the name. How do you how did you get the Foreverhood name? Um, well, I, in my neighborhood, um, my original nickname was Five. Um, I played football, so I used to tell my coach all the time, "Coach, I'm five. I had just made my birthday. Coach, I'm five. So they start calling me Five. So everybody that know me previous to music, um, they know me as Five. But um, my neighborhood had created a rap group called the GTO Boys, and. Of course, I looked up to him, you know, so I wanted to be a rapper. So me and the um, younger guys that I was hanging with, we all decided to start a rap group, and we was going to pick names. Mm. And so my name originally was J-Hood. Um, Jason is my, you know, government name. And okay. Took the J off of that, put the hood at the end, and J-Hood. And so I went to prison, and I read a book, and um, the symbolisms for forever, like, they resonated with me. Like, everything mm. that forever stands for. It resonated with me, and I wanted to be able to take that hood connotation mm-hmm. and kind of make it a positive thing. Like, so when somebody say you hood, it ain't a bad thing. You know, you don't look at it like, oh yeah, I am hood. No, I'm, no, nigga, we good too. Like, we good yeah. people. Like, people in the hood, we 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 pride ourselves on getting money and moving out the hood. So who you think make up the suburbs? Right. People from the hood. Right. They had got some money and moved out. Yeah. Right. That's us. Yeah. Okay. On, we good, man. Okay. Yeah, we good. We good people. Forever hood. Okay. That's what's up, man. Because I ain't going to lie. The name, if you just go by your name, you'd be like, what's this nigga on, man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If now, before it's all said and done, you're going to be like, damn, he's an intelligent brother. You yeah. Know? Um, very outspoken, very intellectual, you know, all these different things. And I got partners that come from the same place I come from that's doctors, lawyers, realtors, professional athletes, and we all hood. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's that's the one thing that I did get from watching your videos. Yeah. Because I did some little research, and I was like, the name, like, he's not, like, hood like you would think. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't think the hood, you would think, like, this nigga, like, what's up, what's up, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah. He coming like that, but nah, he's like... Dude is intelligent as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Intellectual, can speak, you know, um, to a crowd like with intelligence. I'm like, right. okay, this nigga ain't hood like I thought he was gonna be. You know and what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to change people's mindset to see that it ain't just one type of hood. Mm, you feel me? The yeah, people, yeah. Who, the people who make it from the hood, it's so it's so degrading to think about because people that that's from the hood, you want to. Get away from that. You don't even want that associated with you no more because of the connotations that come with her. You either sell dope, you're, you're prostituting, you know, these things. Man, my community wasn't nothing like that. 
Like, mm. yeah, they they sold drugs, but I could go next door and get some bread if I was hungry. I could go up the street, you know, I go to my corner store and get some food out of there with no money, and my mama could come pay at the end of the week. Like, mm. it was a lot more than just drugs and murder, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I yeah. felt protected in my neighborhood. I felt safe in my neighborhood. I felt loved in my neighborhood above all. Yeah, that wasn't bad to me. At yeah, all. yeah. So I wanna, I wanna shed light on that. Let's let's make that a positive thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's the hood. We from the hood. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Now, what part of Louisiana are you from? I'm from New Orleans, uptown, third wall. Mm, yeah, okay. You know, so I got a lot of that. You know, direct, direct, full effect. Like I grew up in the midst of what you know about New Orleans hip hop. I grew up in that. Mm. So. I mean, I'm really the culture, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, with, I'm with No Limit Cash Money. I'm with stuff like that birth, you know? Yeah. Do they still got, like, a hold on, like, New Orleans or Louisiana? Because mm-hmm. I, like, like, because I, you know how I feel like in the in the early 2000s, like, Cash Money Master P was running New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was trying to get on with, with either Cash Money or No Limit. Right. And it feel like, you know, as we go on, they elevate it so they move out. You know what I mean? they Probably none of them probably still live there. Yeah. But do they still come back and, like, reach and grab people from New Orleans and, like, hey, man, this is the game or I'm going to put you on? Do they still got a hole like that on New Orleans? Nah, I got to keep it real. You know I got to keep it real. <laughs> yeah. I don't see it. Really? I don't see it. Like, it ain't no cash money building. It ain't no, no limit building um, to walk into. It's nowhere to go. Really? Like, there ain't no outlet in New Orleans. Like, you you either got to, you know, you got to come somewhere like a Dallas or um, Houston or Atlanta, L.A. or, you know, somewhere that there's outlets to get this shit out. Miami is where you going to find Birdman and Matt. They right. not in the city. Like, you know, no, it ain't. Now, they have artists that's from the city, though. They signed a couple artists from New Orleans, but. They ain't as, yeah, they ain't got that stronghold. Like, because I, I remember at nah. one time. Like, it was like, um, I, I'm from L.A., right? I moved, I went to college in Dallas, and that's how I got put on. I mean, not in Dallas, in Houston. I went to PV. Okay. So I got put on to a lot of down south music once I moved here. And I remember New Orleans, it was this group, UNLV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you know so. Yeah, you really yeah. know so, yeah. This UN, it, felt like, it, it felt like a lot of music that they was playing on the yard was like New Orleans, Houston music. You know what I'm saying? It was all that. And now, I don't really hear a lot of artists coming from like Louisiana no more. You know what I mean? I think the last person that I've heard was Gates. You know what I mean? Yeah, from Louisiana. Got, um, let me see who else uh, that I'll be fucking with. Fredo Bang. Um, okay. Fredo Bang. You got Young Boy. Um, them dudes from Baton Rouge, though. Like Gates. You know, them mm. dudes, all them dudes from Baton Rouge. New Orleans don't have nothing. We don't have nothing. Like, really? We don't, man. And it's a bunch of talented artists. I mean, say, bro, I couldn't like listen. Not to, you know, what I'm saying, big me up. Like I, know, you know, like I'm, I'm still striving to be better as well. But man, it's a lot of niggas in New Orleans that's cold blooded. Yeah. And we just don't have nobody to. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I when I went to New Orleans, man, it was like music was just everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Whereas it was, um, I don't. What's the um. I mean the bands and shit. Yeah. What are they called? Second line the band. second line bands. Like that was for me. That was new. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But it was like music. It was everywhere in That's the city. The yeah. But it's like when it comes to like I guess rappers or people on the mainstream. Only purpose. Only people that I remember was 
um, of course, Juvenile, the whole cash money, No Limit, and now Gates. And I'm like, it's got to be, I know it's got to be some more talented people that's from New Orleans, that's coming out of New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? It's, you got Or Louisiana, period. Louisiana as a whole, it's a lot of talented artists around Louisiana as a whole. They got a city called Alexandria, Louisiana. Mm. It's a little country town. Yeah. But the, the music, you it just, man, it's... Wait till I get some money. <laughs> just hold on and let me get some money. Just hold on, let me get some money, and you gonna see. You yeah. gonna, it's a, man, there's so much going on in Louisiana as far as music go. That it's ironic we not as prevalent in the hip hop industry as we should be. Like, mm. man, man, come on, you know this go deep. Yeah, this go deep. Louisiana got. Um, I would say New Orleans specific got a lot of culture there too, man. They got a lot of culture there. Beyonce man. and them ain't buy a house down there for nothing. Really? They ain't buy a church down there for nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. Something down there. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. So let's get into your story, man. So what made you start getting into music? Like, was music in like in your household, or how um, did you get in, get started? I originally started with music in church. Um, my mama would, you know, I don't give a damn what you're doing. You know, you're going to church every Sunday. So um, just sitting in the pews at church was boring. Like, just sitting there listening. It was boring, so I'm like, man, I might as well be in the choir. They they pushing me to be in the choir to sing, so I'm like, man, all right, just do something. You know what I'm saying? At the end of church, the, the choir director and, and all the choir members eat first. You know, so I'm like, yeah, the choir ain't that bad. You know, the choir's not that bad. Yeah. And I started liking it. I mean, you know, um, I enjoyed singing. Um, I was singing the call with my mama, you know, just, you know, stuff like that. So I enjoy, I always enjoy music. And then, um, like I told you earlier, I played football, so it was always my dream to go to the NFL. And mm. due to injury and some bonehead decisions, I never made it. So it was like, what else could I do? What else is, what's the next thing? Um, and music was that thing for me. Like, I was like, man, let me try it. Let me just give it a shot. And yeah. I wanted to originally be a singer. And I'm like, man, my friend's not going to take me serious. No, I singer. Like, Can you sing, though? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Well, in 2021, hell yeah, I can oh, okay, sing. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we, we got auto-tune and smudge that made me sound like Brian McNeil. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 In 2021, yeah. But um, So I was just like, let me just figure something out. So I would take all Lil Wayne music and I would just rewrite the lyrics, mm. uh, put my own words in it, and develop the flow. And so I did that with every artist that I like. So now I could rap like, or you flow like, you know, and I'm... Crossover at any time in the game. Where, yeah. What you want? What, you want to see that? You want to yeah. see this move? That move? Got it. I got it all panned out. Yeah. Talk about um. Talk about your group that you that you was in when you was ten, eleven. The SST boys. Yeah. 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 Second Street Thugs. Um. Man, that was <laughs> that was early on. Yeah, that yeah. was man. Listen, that was, we we had never recorded a song. Um, we had never did. You know, we just had a group, and what we did was. We had got an instrumental, and we would play it on the computer speakers out of a CD player. We'd take the CD player, plug the speakers in, and play the beat, and everybody would rap their verse. Like, we'll be all chilling on my partner Evans' porch. Rest in peace to Crazy E, you feel me? We'll be sitting on this porch, and everybody would rap their verse. And we was mimicking, again, our, our oldest, um, the GTO boys. So we mm. were mimicking what we saw them doing. And, that, man, that was just, like, a fun time. No pressure, no – it was just fun. Like, we shot a movie. Like, it was yeah. just – you know what I'm like, yeah, yeah. It was just fun. That was a good time. Like, I remember that time, and that's what gives me the drive and keeps me pushing to see, you know, I got to make it for all the guys who was who started with me and that not here no more. They, that didn't get a chance to 
let that dream fester into anything. So it's my it's my duty, my obligation to keep pushing. Did they just? Uh, I mean, I know Crazy E, but did they just stop doing music, or did they get behind bars, or yeah, they pass? Jail, um, man, shit. Feds came through that motherfucker on a tangent. Really? Yeah, man. That's some. That's some whole other shit. That that's yeah. They took the whole hood. They took really? everybody. Freedom. Freedom. What happened? Who ain't tell. Can you talk about what happened? I can't. I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I that's the safest bet. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I wasn't there. Free the free the real ones. Yeah. Okay. So now, what, how old were you back then? You were like. 10, 11? Yeah, I was like 9, 10, um, and we started that group at like 9, 10, yeah, something like that. Okay, all right. And from there, what happened? Did you get in high school, you start another group, or what happened? No, I actually never got into another group. Um, I, I didn't even pursue music after that. After that, uh, Katrina hit. Mm. So we all were displaced. This before the feds, this before all that, everybody got displaced. And so... Um, I never did get back with my group, you know. Um, Crazy E and them, they moved to Houston. Um, a couple of other guys still was in New Orleans. I was in Alexandria, Chicago, Texas. I was all, you know, all around the world. So we never did able or, or were able to come back as a group. And unfortunately, people started losing their lives and stuff like that mm. happening. And so we never were able to put the group together officially and do anything official with it. But them, my brothers for life, like yeah, we all grew up together. Yeah. Man, so at what point did you decide, like, you know what, I'm going I'm to put this music, I'm going to go hard at this music? Two years ago. Really? Yeah. Dang. Two years ago. Listen, man, you didn't, like, I've listened to a bunch of your music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And for you, from the time you started two years ago, you saying, till now, like, dog. Like serious. And I appreciate that. And listen, <laughs> I was listening to I listened to uh your listening session that you had with Bebe, yeah. right? And every song that came on, I was like, Okay, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's hard. And then you played this one called Days Like Us. Uh-huh. Nigga. That's that one. <laughs> that's that one where I was like, yo, man, this dude is speaking some real shit, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's been two years. Um, I, I like I said, I had exhausted all options. Um, I was living on my at my mama house, sleeping on my mama couch. You know, when you living under somebody's roof, you gotta appease them. You gotta do something that they want you to do. Mm. You know, it, I, you living in my house for free, nigga. You gotta work. Yeah. Working a job and trying to pursue this, they don't always work hand in hand. I'm not saying that it don't work for some people, but for me, it didn't work because I needed all my time to be able to do rap. So somebody might call me and say, hey, bro, I got a podcast. I want you to pull up. Damn, bro, I can't come. I got to go to work. Mm. Fuck a job. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to go wherever music is involved and they saying they got an opportunity for me to be heard. I want to be able to jump up and go. So a job didn't work for me. But by me living in her crib, I had to do something to make her happy. So that was slowing me up in a sense. Like, you know, like, damn, because I don't have all my time in the day to dedicate to this. And once I found a balance, once I found how to give me some bread without a job, <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. So talk about that because I know, I know a lot of people is probably in that same situation. You know what I'm saying? Where they, they, they passion is doing something else, right? But they, their reality is they got these bills. Got they, bills you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what kind of feeling or what kind of mindset were you in at that point where you was like, I got this is where my heart is. 
how do I get there? What, like, what, what was that process like? The process for me started um, with me leaving my mama's house. That's what. It, that's when it started. Like, I'm, I'm like, I know my mama loved me to death. Like, you know, I'm, I'm grown, but to my mom, I'm her baby forever. You know, right. so she gonna always want what's best for me in her eyes. But I gotta do it for me, and I, and I have to do it without her support, so that it don't be a turbulent relationship between us. Like I'm going against her, or you know, no, I'm just gonna do it on my own. Mm. So I, I packed up everything I had in my car, and I moved to Houston, and I was sleeping out the car. I got like four jobs, and I say, man, everything that I make from these jobs, I'm gonna save it up, and I'm gonna put it into music. Really? Yeah. What was those days like sleeping in the car, man? Man. Because. Listen, I had to do two days in my car. Listen, this and and this just a funny story. It's funny to look back on and you know laugh about now. But man, I had got a gym membership, so I have a place to take a shower at night. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just you know, man, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Yeah. But I knew in the back of my mind that the sacrifice I'm making is gonna pay off for me. Like this is what it's gonna take for me to get where I need to get. I got to get off my ass and do it. Yeah. And that was yeah. it. No man. pride. I put my pride to the side. Everything I put it all, I put everything I had on the line. Like this, is it. I I can't be shy. I can't be afraid. I can't. And if all else fails, I could go get a job. Yeah, and I think that's that's the turning point in a bunch of what were what I found out in my experience. Yeah, that's the turning point when you say, you know what, I'm gonna just go fuck it. I'm gonna go all in on this. The universe just say, okay, I believe you. Yeah, you I know, believe what I'm you. yeah, the universe will take. I believe yeah. you. Listen, I told. I told everybody last year, uh, I told my brothers, my engineer, everybody, I told them, man, look, if it don't work this year, I quit. I'm not doing it no more. I quit, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. The universe say, no, you don't quit because it happened. Here here you go. This is what mm. you was asking for here. Yeah, yeah, That what you want? Here you go. Now what? Now what's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> now what? Yeah. What you going to do now? Okay, let me show y'all. So how long was you in Houston? I stayed in Houston like six months. Really? Yeah, I stayed in Houston like maybe no, a little bit longer, maybe like a year, yeah, close to a year. And what happened in that in that in that six month time? Did you get like signed? Did you get like contact with rap a lot, or what happened while you was in Houston? What happened in Houston was um, a friend of mine was a chef for the Migos, and so I was in Houston. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, saving my money up, and he like, bro, come to the A. I'm like, bro. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucked up right now. He like, bro, come. I got you. It's good. Shout out to Sosa. He like, it's good. Pull up. So I left. I, everything I had there, I put it back in my mama's house, took the clothes I had, and I caught a flight to Atlanta. Actually, I got a U-Haul truck. I drove a U-Haul to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, three weeks later, shit, I was up at QC. Um, shout out to Collision. Um, I was up at QC meeting artists, doing my thing, bumping, you know, just networking, moving around, getting getting active. Three weeks. Mm. And that's the universe. I'm telling you, like, that's the universe. Three weeks. Nigga, I pulled up to Atlanta in a U-Haul with $300. And three weeks later, I was at QC. God damn. Listen, man, I talk about manifestation all the time on this podcast, man. It's real. <laughs> I it's, talk about it all the it time. It's really man. like that. Yeah, it's really like that. And so, what happened when you when you get to Atlanta and you at QC? Do what happens at that point? Do you get signed with them or? I took a management deal, but um, what happened? It, and it was a six month deal. What's what? A, what? I mean, explain what's a management deal. I was doing. People. I was writing. 
I was um, writing for other artists and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So Solid Foundation gave me a six month deal to kind of fester something out of it or whatever. And if not, then we both go our separate ways. Oh, okay. And um, so that's what I took. And my partner signed to QC Collision. He signed actually to QC. So that was his situation. And you know, buddy love. I got I got a little blessing out of that. Yeah. But, okay. Um, what happened was we had a meeting and we were trying to figure out how just as independent artists or just any how does this work how does it work and we had a meeting and and p laid it all on the table he laid it all on the line and i heard the conversation i like i could do it what was the conversation i can't really go into detail about what all he said i don't re- remember verbatim everything he said but it was just about Really believing in yourself and, and willing to being willing to bet all the chips on yourself, being willing to take a risk when nobody else will say, "I give you the money to take that risk." Just do it. Just, don't worry about nobody else. Go get it. Mm. And so, if he could tell us that, that means I don't really need him for anything. Then I could do it. My, like he just told me how to do it. Right. You feel me? So I left. I went home. I came back to New Orleans, and I, I told my brother and them, I'm like, "Look, man, we could really do this shit. Like, let's stop playing. Let's really do it." And from that time frame to now, I got signed with DMG, um, Division Street Music Group. Um, I didn't, you know, million views overnight. <laughs> Song with Rick Ross. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It just the universe. Yeah, yeah. It's the universe. Man. Yeah, it's working in my favor. Yeah, man. But I like because I know we 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 speeding past a lot of steps. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I know I know it was like. Because in, in real time, you know what I'm saying, it's minutes, it's hours, it's days, it's like, so damn. The, so on that, on, that, on that spectrum, if we go that grave into detail, yeah, I would do any open mic that was ever, if, if anywhere I could perform, mm. I'm there. For free, if I got to pay, whatever, I'm there. Um, rap battle arenas. I don't, I'm not a battle rapper, but... Battle rapping is going to equip me with the tools, the bars, the metaphors, the confidence to stand in front of people and rap. I'm battle rapping. Um, I'm hosting. Um, anything that I could do to have my face seen, I'm doing it I, with no pride, with no pride. I'm not too big for nothing because like, I know I got to do all these things to channel that energy to get there. Yeah, I ain't too big for nothing. I'm doing everything. And this is all in Atlanta, or was this? No, this all. Remember, I told you throughout the whole region. This mm. everywhere with it. Uh. Everywhere, I'm, I'm everywhere. Seattle. You don't even think they got music? They got a real scene of music in Seattle. I'm in Seattle, L.A., Richmond. I'm everywhere. Every, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. That's the only way it's gonna get around the world. I gotta bring it. Yeah. And are you making contacts, or who are you contacting when you when you go into these cities? Are you just previously? I was just pulling up. Oh, okay. Previously, I ain't have no. You know, I'm just pulling up. I don't know. They yeah. say who gonna be well. Yeah. Man, let me go rub elbows. You know, the gift of gab. You know, conversation ruling nation, like we were saying earlier. So I feel like you know, if I get in the presence of anybody, we could we could work something out. The talent undeniable, um, and the willing the willingness to become better every day. I don't think I'm the best yet. You feel me? I still got so much more to learn, so much. Man, put me in the studio with Jay-Z. I need that. I need to know what he know. Mm-hmm. I need to know what Gates know. I need to know these things so when it's time for me to channel that energy, I could do it because I've been around it. I know what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. Dang, man. So, 
I know at one point, because I know I I used to do comedy, right? Mm-hmm. So I know at one point it was like, man, it am I what like? And I know I what I know now versus what I knew then. It was like I did, I couldn't see the end of the road. You know right. what I'm saying? I can only see what was in front of me. I'm fucking in this bullshit ass hotel trying to <laughs> you know what I'm saying my, my life is fucked up shout out motel <laughs> but now I gotta go out and go do a show and make everybody else happy and make everybody laugh I know for you it was was it the same was it similar to yeah. you for that yeah but it was a release for me so like I would I would take all that that I'm feeling like mm. now I'm, I slept in my car I didn't, you know I had to go work three jobs today but it's an open mic tonight. I would take all that and I would use that as my motivation to be turned, to be lit. Because I know if this what they were saying at the time, too. I didn't know this at the time, but this what they were saying. Uh, Interscope's going to be in the building looking to sign an artist. And Def Jam will be here and this and that. And so, you know, I'm thinking, like, man, this is my shot. Like, you know, <laughs> so I'm going in there. Now I'm taking all that. I'm sleeping in my car. This, man, I'm rocking out. Yeah. I'm rocking out. Every night I went, I'm rocking out. And so... Um, that was just the motivation for me. Like, I need a deal. I need a a a, a, a chance at at at, at, this, at this dream. Like, I need a chance to be able to push forward. So mm. I would I would use that as energy every night. Dang, I wish I would have. I wish I would have did that back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know when life is just beating you down and life is always telling you no, that no, no. It, it it can wear you down and your passion for what you started from just doing something for fun. Right. You know what I mean? It could beat you down. But I don't think I had the foresight that I do now about where I want to go, mm-hmm. especially now what I'm doing now in, in comedy. You know what I mean? Right. Like I didn't I didn't I couldn't see my finish line or what I wanted to achieve in comedy. I think that's the biggest thing. You gotta know where you trying to where you, going? Where you wanna go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's that's what keep pushing you forward to get to that point. And no matter what kind of obstacles life throw at you, you know what? Hey, I still gotta get to this point. You know what I'm saying? And that's for me, for me the the end goal is to be able to provide resources to those in need. Mm, for, be, for in Louisiana? Yeah, be in, not just Louisiana. Oh. My people, period, around the world. I mm. want to be big enough to do it globally, not just my neighborhood. Mm. With, whatever resources you may need to succeed, I want to be able to help you get to them. If I don't have them all, at least I can help you get to the right person who do. Mm. Yeah, and that's big, man. Yeah, that's yeah. going to carry my legacy far greater than music could ever. Yeah. Then anything I could, any song I could ever make, the the things that I'm gonna do as far as giving back and helping out is gonna take me way further than any song I could ever make. Yeah, man. So I got got some. Who is uh who is Big Ted to you, man? Big Ted, Big Ted, and my big bro, man. Shout out Big Ted. Yeah. Man. Shout out Big Ted, <laughs> man. You you really did your research. Yeah, man. man. Definitely, man. <laughs> you really did your research. Shout out Big Ted, man. Big Ted, that's my bro. Like, um, he's you know part the reason for this whole situation where we are today. Um, he saw something in me and believed in me enough to tell somebody who was giving him a shot that they should give me the shot. Huh? Explain that. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was trying to bless him. He I, said, I mean, what what is is Ted a rapper or who? What is what does Ted do? He's a manager. Ted managed, so he had an opportunity for another artist. 
Ah, uh, okay. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, nah, look, my partner right here, him. Ah. Uh. And, and and it worked out like this. You see, <laughs> shout out Big Ted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ted yeah. got you shining. Yeah, shit. How did you meet Big Ted? Like, how did you even make that relationship? Bro, listen, I don't even know how we met. Um, Just, I guess, through mutual friends and mutually seeing each other a lot, we, we just developed a respect for each other, you know? Um, it was a shocker to me. Like, I'm, bro, I'm t- it, like, it shocked me. He called my phone. He like, Hood, um, I got so-and-so and so, they interested in your music. You feel me? And I'm, and at this, you know, I'm like, man, everybody say that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, cool. I'm like, cool, you know, whatever, whatever. So, months go by, months go by, nothing come from it. So, a couple months, you know, like, probably six, seven months later, he hit me back. He like, say, bro, look, it's real this time. FaceTime me. And he got the, the people, the label with him. He's sitting with the label. Mm. He like, they like your music, bro. I'm playing it for him right now. The label, they like, yeah, we loving it. What you want to do? I'm like, what you mean what I want to do? They like, what you want? What you want to do? What, we, we want you. Today. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, y'all playing. They like, okay, cool. All right, we, you think we playing. The next day they told me, go to Atlanta. The Fujiano, uh, Fujiano waiting on you to do the song. You think we playing? Go to go to Atlanta the next day, the very next day. Yeah, yeah. The following day after that, Cowboy, yeah, you in the studio with Cowboy, uh, producer Russian, Key Glock. Yeah, you in yeah in the mix, just like that. Overnight, a phone call. Overnight, I'm in the mix, just like that. I swear <laughs> to God, I swear <laughs> to God, just Man, like that. Straight up. Shout out Big Ted. <sighs> and it's Big Ted managing you. No, he didn't want nothing from me. Shout out to Big Ted, man. He didn't want nothing from me but for me to have a shot. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it, man. That's all he wanted from me. He said, I just want to see you. You deserve a shot. You deserve it, bro. Damn. And he looked out for me. And so he the one that got you signed with DMG. Mm-hmm. Golly. Yeah. Shout out to Big Ted, Shout man. Shout out Big Ted one more time. Yeah. <laughs> if, hey, whoever on this line, go tag Big Ted, man. Y'all go tag Big Ted. Let them know we over here blessing this game. Man. So how um how close were you to your football dreams, man? I know you said you played football. Man, um, bro, I really could have did that shit. Um, I really could have did it. Like, I really could have did it. But couldn't think. What you mean? I couldn't think. I was... I was lost, and I couldn't think. I couldn't think my way out of it. So I thought um, the only way to fix it was with aggression. So every I did everything aggressively. Um, I talked to my coaches aggressive. Fuck this shit. I'm I'm a dog. I'm the number two running back in the state. Fuck you gonna tell me? I'm a stud. Like you know, he's uncoachable. Mm. Yeah, my backup. My backup. Shout out Jalen Richard. Um, he played for the uh, Oakland Raiders, well, the Las Vegas Raiders now. Um, mm-hmm. But that was my backup. He was more coachable. He was a, a, a more humble guy. You know what I'm saying? A more hard worker. Wasn't better than me, but he worked harder. Mm. That's what that's what fuels me now to know that it's the work. It, who cares how talented you are if you're not going to work? Right. Nobody care. So this is high school or this is college? It's high school. I told my ACL in college, and that was that was it. Like after I told my ACL, I kind of gave up. I didn't. I was lost. I had nowhere to go. Lost my scholarship. Um, went through a coaching change in that Southern. It was just. You went to Southern. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was okay. like. It was, like, um, it was, you know, he was done after that. Then I crashed out. 
I got lost and crashed out. <laughs> Man, talk about what made you go, what made you, talk about the mindset, what made you crash out, what made you go down that road versus, you know what, let me let me rehab, mm-hmm. let me try to, you know what I mean, let me take another avenue. What made you go I down that road? Over. I thought it was over with. I didn't. I I couldn't foresee anything greater than the NFL. I could. I I never could have fathomed I'd be able to make more money rapping than I would have in the NFL. I couldn't think of that. I, this, the NFL is that's it. We come from the hood. That's the only NFL. Mm. That's it. So I I couldn't see. I thought I lost. I thought I lost that life. So I'm like, fuck, it's over. It's over. With. I ain't got nothing else to live for. I had no kids at the time. Fuck it, it's over. With. I'm gonna be the number one hitman in the world. So is this when you when you got locked up? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, cause I start thinking like I'm telling y'all, I'm thinking like <laughs> I'm gonna be the number one hitman in the world, man. I'm gonna jack everybody, the president, everybody. I'm gonna be able to climb walls like Spider Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, out my mind, I'm retarded. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, and them people showed me. Yeah, you crazy, sir. Come here, sit your ass down. You tripping? And, and, and the universe again allowed me to come out of that situation. So now I know I can't play. I can't play no more. I I I had a shot at the NFL. Mm-hmm. Most people don't get one talent and then be able to squander that away and get another opportunity. It don't work like that for most people. You you, you get one shot, you blow it. That's it. So I had a shot. I blew it. Went to jail after that, and they gave me another shot. I can't lose. I can't lose. The universe want me to win. For <laughs> real, me to win. I can't lose. And and the only thing that will stop me is me. That's the mm. only thing that jail couldn't stop me. Torn ACLs couldn't stop me. Not making it to the NFL couldn't stop me. Sleeping on my mama's couch trying to do what she wanted me to do couldn't stop me. Nothing could st- me. It's I'm the only me. thing that believe that believe in yourself that much. You the only thing that can stop you. Yeah, man, I I don't know. Like, I wish I could. I wish I could see the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could see the future. But man, you got a fucking crazy story that I want to see already. Like, I want to fast forward the movie <laughs> <laughs> to see, see where the, it ends. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, where you gonna be at? Because for somebody like you, I feel like your mind is so fucking strong. Like your will, yeah. not, not even your mind, not even your mind. Your will is so strong that whatever you put your mind to, like you going you gonna achieve that. You wanted to be the best hitman, you fucking did it, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you went to where they send the best hitman. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Listen, that is not a foreseeable future either. So do not <laughs> pursue that. You're not gonna make it far with that. God damn, man. So um. What happened with um with the the three one three nine? Um, them them my brothers for life. You know, uh, thirty one thirty nine. Shout out to thirty one thirty nine, man. Now now let me. I want to clarify. Is it is this a label or was three three one three nine is a label? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that was your label. Yeah, I was part owner of that label. Yeah. Okay. Now what happened? Because I seen, I was I was a little confused. I ain't gonna lie. Because I first I seen three one three nine. Then I said seen DMG, and I'm like. Are they like? Is this like a combined thing, or yeah. what was? It? Well, originally, no. I didn't. I didn't sign thirty one thirty nine to DMG. Oh, okay. Um, that was just me and my brother. We, you know, we were like, okay, we are gonna do something. 
but let's let's do it from um from the formidable way. We're gonna do an LLC. We're gonna have you know the structure of the the infrastructure of the company together. Okay. So we did everything the right way, everything you know paperwork legit, but the business side of it didn't quite work that way. You know okay. what I'm saying? So as far as business go, I'm just not in a position to be able to do business like that no more. I can't do business that way because it don't it don't work for me. Gotcha. I lose. I end up hurting behind that business. Got you. Okay. So, but with DMG, it's a totally different thing. This this fam over here, like, you know, it's I'm having my way. You know, they yeah. they, they wanna see me win. Like Yeah. So is DMG is an independent label? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cause I wanted to I, what is your take on signing with independent or signing majors? Um, it's it's really just what works for you. What what's gonna work for you. Um with the major label, it's a little bit faster. Um, it's a little bit faster to accelerate because they, they have a history of having connections and relationships with people in the industry. Whereas an indie group, we are figuring it out. We have to figure out who's the who's and you know things of that nature. But for me, I needed to be hands more hands-on than anything. Like I needed to be able to control it. Majors don't really let you control nothing. You, you don't really have no leverage with a major unless you are already established as an artist and then you don't need them. So for for me in my position, if I done went to QC and they say, bro, let me get 350, they going to tell me, you don't got the numbers that match that. Mm. You, you can't ask for that. Yeah. You, you you Nah, we can't give you that. If I go to Def Jam and say, I need two mil, you don't, no, no, mm. you're not getting it. I go to DMG and say, hey, look, this is what I need. They say, okay, you can help our company grow as well. We believe in you. You believe in us. Let's come together, boom, boom, boom and we make it happen. Mm, okay. And, and and it's more tailored to what I need. This is a more tailored situation to what I need. I'm able to work hands-on with the CEO of the label. I'm able to work hands-on with the A&Rs. Like, I don't have to call nobody to call somebody to call somebody. Got you. Yeah. Because that, that, that music game is... Is confusing as fuck to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know a lot of artists who are unhappy with their contracts right now and <laughs> unhappy with their situation. Yeah. I, I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope, man. I'm not, I love my situation. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope to hear because I always hear a bunch of, I always hear the bad side. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I always hear the bad side about people's messed up. And I just heard um, YG did. He had a 10-year contract, and he wasn't making no money off of his music. But see, when you come in the game, like, if you came to me before you was, because the contract is what made YG who he is. He, who was YG before that? Mr. Tooted and Booted. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. so we going to give you this for this. That's what it is. That's you know We going we gonna to make you what you want to be, and in return, you got to, this is what we want. Yeah, but I feel like I, I I don't know I feel like with that music thing it should be maybe not fifty fifty but at least man listen it should 45, be 55, man listen listen in reality now this is this <laughs> how I really feel this, okay. is, this is really how I feel in the music industry the artist should be guaranteed sixty percent period mm. you should be guaranteed sixty percent period man without the without me writing the song now, now that's if you're writing the songs. As if you writing and producing this music yourself, you you should be entitled to sixty percent. Because as an investor, um, nobody ever 
typically invest money to get like um, 50% return on their investment. You right. know, like people never do that. You, you, people sometimes good with making a twenty percent return. Right. You know, I invest a hundred to get a hundred and twenty back, like in in two months. I, the bank don't give you that much money back when you put your. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right. come on, like it ain't just. Right. Everybody ain't trying to double their money every time, but right. in the business, if you don't have it, you don't. <laughs> I could give you whatever I want you to have. I could do whatever I want to do for you. Like it, it's it's up to me at that point. So you gotta have some leverage too. Yeah, why don't why don't more rappers just not take that, just not take that deal where they not they not getting no money or they not making no money off their music? Why not just because because you coming from a place where don't nobody know you, don't nobody know you, so you gonna you gonna make me popular, you gonna make me somebody. I can't fuck the money. I can't. I ain't got no money right now. But don't nobody know me. Mm. You gonna make me somebody that people know, so I'm doing shows over here. I'm doing this. I'm getting that money, but I ain't, I ain't thinking about the back end money because I just come from man. I, I told you I left and went to Atlanta with three hundred dollars. If somebody would have gave me five thousand, I'd have been like, hell yeah, <laughs> I need it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so if you don't have no leverage, you can't demand that. You just at the beck and order of whatever somebody want to give you, whatever they feel like you, you you know worth to them. They don't know what you worth. You ain't did nothing. You ain't proven anything yet. So, if you're in a situation like that, that's how you end up getting a 10-year contract where you don't make no money because we, we took a chance on you when you was nobody. Mm. Damn. That music game is, is, is something else, man. It, you it's, better it's, know it. It's, it's something oh, else. Oh, you better definitely know it. It's something else. You better cause... definitely know it. And it's a lot of people out here who've been in the industry for a long time. You feel me? It's not a lot of changing faces in the industry as far as the, the back office yeah, um, side of the industry. Yeah, you see a lot of different artists, but the people who making these artists be who they are, them faces not change. Yeah, them people still who they are. <laughs> yeah, and I don't understand what I what I what I don't get in the business world is how this CEO can be the face of Def Jam or whatever, mm-hmm. and then go over to Atlantic and be the he worked with Atlantic and then he moved to another. I'm like. If he just left that, he know exactly what they doing. Versus, and then he go over here, and he, like, to me that just don't that just don't make sense to me. It's it's <laughs> it's really no difference than um, think about athletes who get traded to different teams. You know them people playbook. You know what they you know they memorandum. Mm-hmm. You know everything. Uh, or even bankers. You might be working for Chase Bank, um, leading the hedge fund over here. You do something wrong, and now you at Regions. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, like, yeah. There ain't no. Cause now, yeah, you, the way you put it, it makes it just seem like it's just a job. It's just a job. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, and, that, and that's the that's the real. That's why them people should not be entitled to seventy percent of your shit. Cause it's just a job for them. This is really my passion. Right. When I go in the studio at nighttime and I'm making these songs and I'm in up until six in the morning, man, you at home sleeping, getting ready to go to your nine to five. Right. You feel right. me? Right. Man, come on, man. This shit don't never stop for me. This is really my life. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty percent. That's 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 gonna be a hashtag. Sixty percent. That should be standard. <laughs> that should be standard. If you write your own music. Now, if you don't write the music, if the label is finding writers for you, and then then at that point you're an employee. Mm. You feel me? You just an employee. Yeah. So, hey, you talent uh, hire hire for talent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like so, you know. But I'm not taking away the fact that it it does require some talent to be able to perform. 
Mm. You know, you got to have something going on. To be, for me to write a song for you and you to be able to um, paint the picture the way I wrote it, that does require some effort. But you don't get as much as me for writing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, need to, I need to get some of that 60. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Now, um, as far as where you get your beats from, who who, who uh producing your music? Uh, I work with all different producers. Um, I, my email is posted on my Instagram. I work with everybody. Really? Send me, email me your beats. Okay. Yeah. Email put your, your email beats. out there in case. Yeah. That's the number four O R D A hood for the hood at gmail dot com. Send them your beats, man. Yeah, send the beats. Send them your beats. Make sure it's heat though, cause. I ain't gonna fuck with it, man. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it cheap. If it's not good, I'm not gonna fuck with it. Yeah. Now, um, I was just watching this on um on the Breakfast Club the other day okay. about Hove versus Drake. Who 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 you say is top top dog on out of them two? Of Drake and Jay Z. Yeah. As far as like who the best artist or like rapper versus just who the best rapper? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Drake. You can go Drake. Yeah, I'm gonna go Drake. Why Drake? Um, I don't know. I just don't like Jay Z. Really? Yeah, I don't really like. I don't. I don't listen to like. You're the right. first person I heard say this. You know that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, me and my me and my daddy used to argue about that. I used to like Lil Wayne. Is, to me, is the greatest rapper of all time. He way better than Jay Z to me. Okay, that's my opinion. Now okay. everybody might feel differently, but um. I really just, I've never listened to Jay-Z. I don't, you know, like outside of the songs we hear on the TV and the radio, BET and stuff like that, but just a Jay-Z album. I was a baby when Jay-Z was dropping Mm. albums, you know, so I didn't get to listen to all that stuff. And now that I'm where I'm at now, I didn't, I still have yet to go back and listen to it. You got to listen, man. You got to. It's like what I've heard. It's just like what I have heard. What I can't I, what, take I, away that he's talented. He, 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 you know, but it's just not like what. No, I'm trying to think what like the last the last. What's the last Jay Z? You probably heard what the four four four. Yeah, that one. I heard a couple songs off of that. Yeah. Okay, that to me that was more of a. Um, it was more of a, um, a cultural album. You mm-hmm. know what I mean for 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 black people or you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That was more for that, but. The Blueprint and The Blueprint 2, you got to listen to those albums, man. Yeah, I have, I, I've, I've heard songs off of them. You got um, This is what it is for me. This is what it is for me, right? People hold Jay-Z in on the pedestal of, like, the best lyricists and, you know, the from the songs I've heard, he's he wasn't. He wasn't? No. Nah. He what was. songs have you? What songs have he you was. heard? I mean, you know the ones that's on the radio, I don't know, the <laughs> popular ones, the, the singles. I heard the singles. Uh, no, and that's don't. what I'm saying. I'm not taking nothing away from him. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm saying like, okay, if somebody came in here and told you, man, he a cornerback like Deion Sanders. When you seen me play, if I didn't do quite what you thought Deion did, you would say, man, that nigga trash. Not, not, I might not, I might not really be trash, but if somebody didn't hype me up so much to you and I don't fulfill or exceed that expectation, then I'm trash. Yeah. See, That's but the thing is. is, the thing is, you listen to the singles, which is the commercial, right? Commercial side. You right. know what I'm saying? That's where he gets you to come in and listen to the album, right? You know what I'm saying? But and and I I, I will say this, I keep it real. 
in the very beginning, I'm a West Coast dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't I didn't start rocking with Jay Z until the blueprint. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I didn't really I didn't really fuck with um what was his first one? Um Everybody be like, the yeah, this black is. Black album or something? Nah, it wasn't the black album. The black Reasonable album. Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. I, like, I wasn't on Jay Z or Reasonable Doubt. And that's 1997. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. I was, I was, I was yeah. Yeah. Five, <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't fucking with him then. It wasn't until like 2001, 2002 when he came with the blueprint when I was like, yo, I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? And his, and his, his commercial. His commercial shit is like, like I didn't really like it because he had the he had one where it was like a Budweiser commercial. Show me what you got, dirt off your shoulders. Like those yeah. were cool, but those wasn't my favorite ones. You know what I'm saying? Right. He got one with uh, produced by DJ Quick. Um, damn, on on the Black album, he got one produced by DJ Quick. Then he got one produced by Dr. Dre, um, The Watcher. Man. See, I ain't never heard none of that. You ain't never heard none of this? I never heard that. Oh, man, I got to put you on, yeah, man. I never heard none of that. Because, like, I'm telling you, I just, then they talk different. It's just, you know, like, my I, my favorite rapper is Soldier Slim, like, to debt. Like, Lil Wayne is the best rapper to me, but my favorite <laughs> of all time is Soldier Slim. He speaks the language I speak. We talk the same. Like, I couldn't get around New York. I couldn't get it. I never listened. To, like, I just, you know, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, and you, and what I, what I, but I will say about you, like some of your your rap licks that I listen to, like you paint pictures. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You telling like stories, and for me, that's what Jay Z is. Yeah, like he tells like stories. You know what I'm saying? Even when that song, that one song he got with uh, with Young Jeezy about um, how um, I didn't I didn't hurt it all, I didn't done it all, or something mm-hmm. like that. I done seen it all. I seen it, it all. Yeah, that but... shit is hard. See, I you ain't... You, ain't, you ain't fucking with that. See, me, see, I feel like in my past life, I was a drug dealer. So. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My past okay. life, I was a drug dealer, so that was like, nigga, I'm okay. pushing weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was that. But, I I mean, I like Drake. I ain't go front. I, I do like Drake. I fuck with Drake. But as far as when it comes to um, just the hard lyrics, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't no, do and Drake. I, and Drake, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say I could either, but this is why I picked Drake over Hope. Okay. Every time Drake drop a song, a single, a project, whatever, he's built um, a rapport about itself that it's going to do what it's going to do because it's Drake. He could, Drake could come right now and jump on the podcast, and the podcast is going to yeah. be Drake, which, which is you know relatively the same for Jay-Z, but not how it is for Drake. Like, Drake could get on anybody's song and – it, it becomes a number one song. That's just the Drake effect. Like, yeah. it requires something to be able to do, a, like, a, put out a certain quality of music that no matter what you put out is going to automatically do this at bare minimum. That's Drake. Like, Jay-Z put out an album every 10 years. Yeah, because he... And he's a... Now, I will say this. He's the best businessman in hip-hop. Yeah. He the best. That's why Jay Z is revered the way he is in hip hop because of the business. Everything he was able to do outside of music, rapping ain't what got Jay Z to be Jay Z. See, I don't even know all the business moves 
You know what I'm saying? We, we, but, <laughs> but you know all the rap. You yeah. know all the rap. Yeah, that's, that's the point. Man. I don't know all the business moves. Man, doing so much. He, I heard this. Is what I heard. Somebody tell me if I'm right or wrong. He trying to put a political party for hip hop in the government, like Democrats, Republicans. Hip-hopism, so really? whatever you're going to call it. Like, yeah. Hip-hopicans. You feel me now? Yeah, something like that. Like, I, yeah. That's major. I, I don't know what purpose it would serve, but it's just to have it. It's yeah. Yeah. Good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, man. I, need, I Yeah. I, I don't like, know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard. Yeah. I like. I mean, I like, I like, I like Drake, but I just, I can't, because to me, Drake is a Jay Z baby, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. He he's, he's a Jay Z baby. Like all his the way the way that that Drake is manipulating um, certain moves in the game, mm-hmm. he learned it from Jay. You know what I'm saying? Like I won't disagree with that because Jay used to Jay was used to son him, kind of like not son him, but kind of like you know just give him a little jab. You know what I mean in the verse or something. Just to let them know, like nigga, I see you. Yeah. But you ain't you ain't ready yet. You know what I mean? And I feel like Drake do that now with other artists. Like he'll he'll say a little slick something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he not gonna directly say his name. Yeah. Cause he know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I feel like Drake. If I'm if I'm chilling with my girl, you know what I'm saying? Or if I'm cleaning the house. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm fucking with Drake. He you know? said the most light skin shit you could ever be doing to. At that. Oh, I fuck with Drake. He you know fucked up with Drake. He said the most light skin shit you could say. Cleaning the house. Come with my girl. Cleaning the house. That's what I'm Drake. fucking with Drake. Oh, shout out Drake, man. Just tap in, Drake. Tap in. Save yourself. Oh shit. That's oh, real man. though. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's for real. Oh shit. That was a good one. He said yeah. about cleaning the house or some shit. <laughs> I, I ain't listening to Drake on the way to the club though. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't listening to Drake on the way to the club. But but I fuck with Drake though. Yeah. Shout out Drake, man. Give me a feature. Shout out Drake, man. I'm not I'm not gonna clean the house to your shit, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so how did you get the um how did you get the feature with uh with Ross? The universe. Yeah, but tell me the steps. <laughs> <laughs> tell me how you put it the in the universe. universe. Shout out, um, shout out my manager, Euro Boss. Um, he was connected. Um, he has a personal relationship with a uh, few of Ross's um, close friends, and they all kind of associated with each other. And just wanted to know kind of what direction I wanted to go in as far as features. Like, what it, what do I want people to think about me as an artist? What do I want people to get from me as an artist? And so, um, the Cowboy and Fujiano feature. Um, although that is a part of me, that's not all of me. Mm. So, um, I can do a song with Rick Ross. That's that'll be the total opposite of what you heard with me and Cowboy and me and Fujiano. And then you'll get to see like, oh, he's very versatile as an artist. He's a mature artist, mm. um, not just a hippity hoppity boppity. You know, people want to put you in that box and then keep you there. I could do it all. I could, you know, I could get with anybody. So, um, I got some stuff with Benny the Butcher in the works. Um. The Ross record's done. Uh, we just kind of trying to finalize a date where we can shoot that and get that put out. Um, I got some stuff with DJ Chose as well. Just all across the board, just, you know, being broad, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, because that's, that's, 
that's big. That's major, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Ross is a is a major figure in in, in hip hop, man. Yeah, and once you once you on a song, that's that's damn near the equivalent to the hood Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? So once you on a song with Ross, you kind of establish if you are a rapper or not. Yeah, it's gonna either be one or the other though. And Ross didn't shit on you on the on the on the verse, did he? He didn't he didn't kill you on the verse, did he? <laughs> I'm really him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't putting I ain't putting a song out with a nigga to kill me on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, I'm really him. Talk your shit, man. I'm really Talk him. your shit. Man, man Ross gonna have a lot more shit too. Watch. Really? Watch and see. That's dope, man. Watch and see, man. Watch. We're gonna have a lot more shit because I'm really I'm really talking about something. Yeah. yeah I could I, I could do the dumb shit too though. I'm with that too. We having fun too. Yeah. But I could really talk about that shit. And I'm gonna say this publicly, man. Like the 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 song Make It Happen. Mm-hmm. It's dope. Yeah, you know what I'm appreciate saying? Appreciate that. But I feel like you killed Fujiano and Cowboy on that mug. A lot of people feel that way. I, Shout I out Cowboy like, and Fujiano. I, I, a lot I, of people. Like they like um who's on the hook? For Fujiano. Fujiano the hook is dope. You know what I'm saying? But the verse, I feel like you killed you you, you killed them all on the verse. Everybody like and especially my people. My yeah. people feel like they just love me to death. You feel me? So but a lot of people, I, I got that from a lot of people, and a lot, and then other artists and other um, fans and stuff, they like Cowboy for what they like Cowboy for, you know. So um, people say Cowboy killed it. Cowboy killed y'all on that song, and then people who like Fujiano, they say, you know what, well, Fujiano killed y'all. He did the hook and the, the verse. He killed y'all on every. They can't miss. And by me being the new guy, like, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, he was the wackest because we don't really know, <laughs> know what it. to take from him, what to expect from him. So we know Cowboy and Fujiano did what they were supposed to do. We don't really know who this guy is. So he the wackest. Yeah. But, but people who really listening, people feel like, you know, so it's just a very opinionated thing. I appreciate you saying that, though. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, and you know, I'm going to tell you, until last night, I didn't, I hadn't heard either, none of y'all music. Right. I hadn't heard none of y'all music. But when I listened to that song, I was like, Oh yeah, he's definitely the top one on this on this song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feel it feel like to me like once your verse come on, like the 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 quality of the music go up to me. Cause once one, I can understand what you're saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? You sound clear. You know what I mean? It's it's not a lot of and I don't hear a lot of auto tune right. when you when you spitting. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, he's definitely one of the top on this uh, on this song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now they may get you on another song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, but- I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. And look, and look, you can ask Fujiano in it. Like me and Fu was in the studio together. Like uh-huh. me and Cal was in the studio. All of us was in the studio together. These not records that I sent off and got back. Yeah. Fujiano got up the the. Uh, I came in the room. Matter of fact, this is how I, I came in the room. Fujiano and his manager was in there. My manager was in there, and Fujiano and his manager. I came in the room. Me and Fu shook hands, blah, blah, blah. They were smoking the blunt. I hit the blunt. I said, uh, excuse me, I said, play the beat. What, what beat y'all got, you know, because they was listening to beats already. So I'm like, what, what, what beat y'all got pulled up? So they played the, the Make It Happen beat. Um, shout out to Shania. That's a female producer um, from Atlanta. Shout out mm. to Shania. They was playing the beat. Um, I wrote my verse in like five minutes. Straight up? Straight up. I, I wrote my verse before they could put the blunt out. Um, Foo went in there Foo went in the booth He did his verse Came out I went in the booth Did my verse Foo left We we I did like three more songs That night um, The following day I I had left I think I had left My hard drive At the studio And um, I pulled up To get the hard drive And Cowboy was there 
Key Glock, Russian. There was a, a whole bunch of other people that was there just on their own type of time. And um, my manager is has a relationship with Cowboy as well, so he played him the record. And Cowboy's like, let me put a verse on it. Of course, let me, like, nothing. Like, that's, you know, no-brainer. And he gave me the verse. And, and from that day forward, just fuck with a nigga like we had grew up in the rack together. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. shout out to Cowboy 147. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Um, We're going to get out of here, man. Um. I heard you were uh, doing something with pro. You were protesting this summer, man. Oh yeah, man! I was real active. I again around the world too, not just in my neighborhood. I was around the world. I went to uh, Brooklyn. I went to uh, Connecticut. Um, I was. I, I went to Texas, of course. I came down to Texas, um, Carolina, just all around, just getting active. Like you know, um, I really think that the injustices we face as a as a people, black people in particular. Um, we don't really get to brag or or, or just um, I don't want to say complain because complaining sounds so negative. But we don't get to voice how we feel about what's going on mm-hmm. without it being a oh you 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 trying to throw the race. It's a real thing. This is a real thing. You know it. I know it. We all know it. People act like it don't exist. Like man, it's real, man. Like so, it was just humbling for me to be able to be with the people who. Who really live in this every day you know um sometimes as artists or as uh rappers superstars or whatever we get too big for what's what's reality you know uh i'm never on that level that i'm that i feel like i'm too big to be compassionate to what's going on mm. did you were you out there did you get to talk to tamika mallory no oh, okay okay no but i didn't was... I, I was just on the front line just you know, yeah just, i wasn't looking for no recognition no nothing i'm just trying to see what's up i'm trying to see why people feel how they feel like yeah because i feel the same way what's what's, what's up with y'all I, what we gonna do about it right who trying to <laughs> who trying to huey newton something you know what i'm saying yeah. like who trying to who trying to do frederick hampton who trying to what y'all want to do yeah how yeah. we gonna change it i'm with yeah. that yeah i'm with that shout out forever hood i'm with that <laughs> if y'all want to we could we could change the infrastructure i'm yeah, with that we don't need you on that side man we we, we <laughs> I'm we Martin need you X. in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Martin you in the X. Studio, man. Yeah. But nah, I just that's that's what it was for me. Um just being being um in touch with that feeling. What does that feel like? You know, for some for some black mothers to lose their kids, sons, for senseless, you know, just hatred. Just what does that feel like? What 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 could cause a person to think that way? Mm. That you could just take somebody's life because of the color of their skin. Like Damn, are we really good people? Like, man, think about this. <laughs> All the shit y'all done put us through and we still ain't burnt this motherfucker down. Talk on it, man. Speak on it. They say we niggers are ignorant and all the shit we done been through that y'all put in the history books, that's just what we know. Just what y'all allow us to know is what we know. We don't know the full story. But just based on what we know, we know we've been through enough and we still ain't turned up in this bitch. Y'all say we the problem? Right. Stop it. Right. right. Stop it. Y'all God need to stop damn, it. man. Damn. That's real talk, man. Cause I, I forgot who I heard say this, but I, maybe it was just like an Instagram meme or something. It was like, after all the things y'all doing to black people, y'all luckily we just want equality. You lucky we just want equality and not revenge. You know what I'm saying? That's all my people <laughs> want us to be equal. Right. Not not greater than. That's, I just want to be viewed as equal to you. 
Yeah. After everything, no, I want to be greater than. Yeah. I think we need. I think black people need twenty five thousand years of being better than everybody else. Like we deserve it. Like <laughs> we deserve it. Niggas making it to the NFL off Section Eight. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. That's that's let's let's not act like that ain't nothing. Yes. Like, niggas going to the NBA off Section Eight. We we deserve twenty five thousand years. Of being the number one species on earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we deserve it. We've been through enough. Listen, man, I always say, man, this black skin is powerful, man. Man, believe we, that. We just got to know how to use it. Believe you know that. what I'm saying? Believe that. And finding a way to unify. You feel me? We've been divided for so long. Like, we've been divided based on things that don't even matter. Based on stuff that don't even matter. That's not even ours. We just need to come together. One time. Let's just try. One time. Let's just try. One, every, I'm talking about every black person in the world. If we all just came, to, let's just try one time. You seen what happened with the Black Panthers? That was just a small portion of brothers and sisters who let's just all come together and see. Yeah. What else we got to lose? That's what Trump said. What else do you have to lose? Right. Come on. What else we got to lose? <laughs> right. Did you see uh, the, um, Judas and? Um... You know I saw it. Oh, okay. My name forever hood F H. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not be misled. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a little insider for y'all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm Damn, that was dope, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really, the most disheartening thing for me was that I know that that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I before I even saw that movie, I know that that's true. I was in jail, and I was trying to break out because I didn't know how long I was going to get. They were talking about 114 years. and I was trying to break out, and there ain't no guns in jail. Right. So that, that means literally it's it's ten guards and three thousand of us. We could literally just tie their little ass up and get up out of here. <laughs> yeah, them folk were like, "Boy, you on your damn own, you damn fool. <laughs> you gonna do what?" I'm telling them, boy. I swear to God, be like, "Boy, you a damn fool. You gonna break out of jail? Here, the master giving us this good food. You gonna break out of here? What the hell wrong? With it? Ain't none of us in jail for crossing the old lady across the street, nigga. We all was breaking the law. Right. Now we gonna be reformed citizens? Oh, you niggas bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you niggas bullshit. <laughs> you niggas bullshit. That's why I ain't going back to jail. Nah, hell no. Nah. Them niggas playing in jail, man. Them niggas ain't for real. <laughs> niggas, hell no, nah, I'm not leaving here. This is good home for me. You gonna get us in a whole heap of trouble. <laughs> Talking about escape. Man, y'all, y'all I'm tell, I, I was telling everybody because... I was young. I was scared. Shit, I, before I went to jail, all I used to watch was I almost got away with it, law and order, and crime shit. So I'm like, I know I'm going to get out of here. I, I, I'm with it. Let's go. Yeah. Man, I'm full like, boy, you on your own. Yeah. We ain't helping you either. We ain't giving you nothing to get away either. We ain't helping your ass. We ain't causing a distraction over here. Nothing. You on your own, sir. I said, boy, these niggas got me up in here thinking we all going to be gangsters in here. Yeah. I thought this is what all the gangsters was. <laughs> That nigga's a reformed citizens in jail, man. <laughs> I swear. But listen, that cell will do it to you. That cell, being in that motherfucking cell will reform your ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, humble the shit out of you, boy. Ooh, ooh. You could do this in yeah. your room. Yeah. <laughs> it's your room. It's your room. You can't even do a comfortable push up in this motherfucker. Like, oh, no. Oh, shit, man. Goddamn. Forever Hood, man. Thank you for tapping in with us, man. man I appreciate y'all having me again, man. Shout out to the Tap In Podcast. Whenever you're in Dallas, make sure you tap in. That's right, man. You and uh, you and Mook cool? Y'all, y'all back cool, man? That's my brother. We never wasn't cool. It was just, you know, 
you know, shit, we brothers, you know what I'm saying? So shit, yeah. he did some shit that I ain't agree with, um, and I'm sure he probably felt like some shit I did he didn't agree with. Um, but it just, you know, that's what it was, you know. Um, I just was in my feelings, like shit, and that was the only, we wasn't talking at the time, so shit, the only way for me to express how I felt was that way. So it was just like, you know, I'm just letting them know what it is. There ain't no love loss or nothing, but Good, I, just, man. I just was in disagreements with the business. Like, I ain't agree with business, so... We gotta figure that out. Like that's yeah. some that's some other shit. But as far as the brotherhood, like what he did for me, you know what I'm saying? I can't erase that. I can't erase. You know, my life was in danger. Him pulling up to defend my life, I can't erase that. I can't act like he didn't do that. You know? Yeah. Um, and that's more important than any fucked up business. You feel me? Like fucked up business is just fucked up business. It's, it's just business. Right. That's it. Personally, I can't erase knowing his daughters. His daughters love me. You know what I'm saying? I can't erase that. I can't erase sleeping in this house on this couch. I can't, I can't erase none of that. Like, that's the real, that's the real relationship. The business shit was some shit we were trying. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, that's good that y'all, y'all, y'all tight like that. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, that's it's, you know it's love saying? forever, family. I, and I, and that's me though. I ain't gonna never ever. If you hear me talking negatively about somebody or something, we never was friends. Mm. We never was cool. I never had no love for you, like. Anybody I got love for though, we gonna go to the grave with it. Whatever it is, we gonna go to the grave with it. And we could. I'm a forgiving person at heart. I want to forgive everybody. I don't want to hold no grudges. I will, but I don't want to. I want to mm. forgive you. I want to get past this shit. I want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm emotional. I'm sensitive. I want to say how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And get yeah. that shit out of my chest. Cause if not, I'll be crashing out. Yeah, you know, bitch, ready to crash out <laughs> in my feelings. Like, yeah, hey, nigga, don't <laughs> fuck with me. Man. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> Man, no, man. Yeah. Just tell a nigga how you feel. Yeah, you man. Just say it. Yes, sir. Yo, man, thank you again, man. Again, I yeah. appreciate you having me, man. So we're going to be looking forward to the Ross album, man, and, and big things coming from you, dog. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually in the process of putting a track listing together for the album. So hopefully uh, I get the Benny and the Butcher, Benny the Butcher uh, feature back. Um, I also wanted to do some things with Gates and YG. Uh, so I'm just kind of like waiting on everything to fester and put the album together. That's what's up, man. That's yeah, what's we, up. We just about got it done, though. Like yeah, I, yeah. I could put it out today, but I just wanna, I just wanna. Yeah, yeah, touch yeah. A more, You know, just put a little more detail into it for the people, um, because it's been a while. This will be my debut album, so I want to make sure it's it's a fulfillment of the past two years. The the, but also telling my entire story and and just being captivating, being so different, not just one thing on the whole album. Like we gonna we gonna go all around the world. We gonna experience everything I've been experiencing in these past couple years and previous to that I want to put all that in there so it's gonna be a movie yeah that's what's up man yo man make sure y'all tap in with my boy foreverhood man yeah on yeah. all social medias f-o-r-e-v-e-r hood foreverhood on all streaming platforms make sure y'all go get that make it happen is out right now and my follow-up single rise to fame out right now yes sir Yo, man, thank y'all for tapping in, man. This has been the Tap In Podcast, man. Holla.